They have lions and tigers only in Kenya and definitely at Kariga. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So this week we've got Kenya Kariga AB washed, which is um, uh, a really interesting coffee. AB just means the grade of the coffee. So basically it's the size of the bean that's come through. Now, long time ago, it was thought that AA was like the best and AB was like the second best coffees. But actually when you taste them and you break them down, you understand that the ABs actually have lots of uh, good quality things to them. They're just a little different uh, and a little different in the cup. Now, some of you may remember Brian from an earlier in my mug, somewhere on the screen, I'm gonna put which in my mug it was, but we did a live one in Manchester uh, last year when I was launching uh, my, uh, my wonderful book. I encourage you to buy it from all, not available in all good bookstores, but available and has been. Um, and that will tell you lots of the story, but I'm gonna tell you some of the story too. So the first coffee bush at Kariga was planted in 1954 by colonial settlers and a young boy called Alusi Gakunya. Um, and he dreamed one day of owning the coffee estate um, and uh, through hard work, through being um, you know, dedicated to his thing, that actually became a reality, which is uh, one of those kind of help yourself up stories. So he was just planting plants there and a number of years later ended up owning the farm. The farm is located 1,550 metres to 1,650 metres um, above sea level. And it's around about five kilometres from Thika town, um, which is around about 50 kilometres northeast of Nairobi. Now, you may remember a few uh, weeks ago I was talking about El Bosque and how urbanisation has really hit on the farm. Um, exactly the same has happened here. So the farm across the road from it used to be one of my favourite, favourite Kenyan coffees and he's now a gated community. Um, Nairobi as a city has just grown and grown, just like Guatemala City has grown and grown. And all of a sudden the green lands that used to be in between um, are disappearing. But Brian is determined to fight, uh, fight this. He wants the farm to be there for many generations. Um, and through the investments that he's made on the farm, this is a farm that I think is really on the up. So uh, opposed to what was happening in El Bosque, where there's more problems growing things, Brian's actually becoming more uh, educated and more knowledgeable on how to get the best out of the farm. Um, already a very knowledgeable man, was the former chairman of the uh, Kenyan Coffee Board um, and has been instrumental in developing lots of things um, uh, in Kenya to improve quality and to improve the lives of farmers. Um, and he's a real, real inspiration, just like this coffee is a real, real inspiration. Okay, so what we're going to do is a side-by-side -side comparison. Here, I have the Kenya Kariga AA Washed, not this month's uh, subscription. And on this side, I have the Kenya Kariga AB, which is this week's subscription. So, let's get in there. Now, in reality, these coffees shouldn't be so different. They're from the same farm, they're from the same tree. They're just a slightly different sized bean. What I'm getting in the AA, just for your reference, not that you have it, it is a super black currency. A very, very common thing in SL28, SL34s is that black current. And I know that there's black currents in both of these. This one, you have um, the acidity. It's a little bit like white grape. A little bit of green apple. 
and it kind of finishes with a really big, bold, black cherry aftertaste. So lots of fruit going on in there. All of the sweetness comes from that fruit sweetness. Um, all of the acidity and all of the flavours are coming from those big, bold acidity ones. So let's go into this one. So this is the one that we have for this week. Now, they're brothers. They're brothers from the same mother. They are from the same trees. So you get that black currant and you get a little bit of that dark fruit stroke black cherry. But what I am finding here, the black currant is a little bit different. In here, it's like a fresh black currant. In here, it's a little bit more like a black currant squash. So, you know, like a Ribena type uh, black currant squash. Uh, and the acidity is different. So you've got a little bit of like an orange-like acidity in there. So as opposed to the white grape and green apple that you have on here, this is much more of a citrus kind of sharp acidity to it, um, which goes really well. And then you end up with like a little bit of a, like a dark chocolate aftertaste that just finishes it off lovely. If you get a chance to try them both side by side, I wholeheartedly recommend it. It's a, a fun thing to do to see coffees from same farm, same process, processed at the same time, but just then sorted at dry milling into different screen sizes. And what a difference that can do to the, uh, the final cup. Okay, so today I'm gonna to talk about the coffee grading system, and I'm gonna go through some letters and numbers and tell you what they mean. So I'm gonna start with the biggest one in the Kenyan coffee grading system, which is the E, which is for elephant bean. Um, these are rare, uh, tends to be around about a screen 19, so kind of Pacamara size, if you like. Um, but they can be even bigger. Um, there is something from Elephant Bean as well that you can end up with a different one, which is they call Elephant Ears. It's where the, the, the seed cracks and they're really awful, but used to be quite expensive, even though they don't taste good. And then we have Kenya PB, which is Peabree. We've talked before a Peabree. In the cherry, you have a seed. You have two pistols that fire to create two seeds in there. Sometimes one of those pistol fails and it ends up just creating one seed and that one seed turns round because it fills the whole gap inside the cherry. Um, then you have the double uh, A screen, which is 17 to 18 uh, screen size. And then you have Kenyan AB, which is 15 to 16. And then you have Kenya C, which is 14 to 15. And then you have Kenya TT. And a TT is a light and immature bean from the AAs and A beans. And then you have a Kenya tea, which is light beans uh, and fragments in different screen sizes. And then you have MH and ML, which is Mabuni, which is uh, terrible coffee. But I've been to the Kenya Coffee Auction and I've seen trays of these things. And they're not just bought for local consumption, as they would like you to believe, but there's some really bad coffee roasters out there that sell pre-ground or instant that will snap those up for a fraction. So next time you're having a Kenyan from the supermarket. Just wonder where it could come from. It could be a Mabuni. Okay, so we're back and we're gonna taste some coffee. It's always a pleasure to taste a Kenyan. It's, uh, and you, before you drink this, I want you to smell it and I want you to think warm Ribena because that's what I'm getting is a warm Ribena. And if it smells like warm Ribena and it tastes like warm Ribena, it must be warm Ribena. The blackcurrant in this is immense. It's so good, so just juicy. And that acidity, that orange, um, orange acidity is very, very much there. Um, and it does finish with those dark fruits. Um, kind of a little bit of black cherry-like. It is 
just a killer coffee. Now, this would be sold as an AB, as a poorer quality coffee. And I don't think it's poorer than the AA, I just think it's a little different. Um, if you do get a chance to try them side by side, you should really do that. It's really worth doing and something I would recommend. So, thank you for joining me, as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.